Hi, this is David Freeman. I'm the Chief Clinical Officer at Community Connections in Washington, D.C. This is another in the series on Essential Connections, Tips and Techniques for Case Managers. Today, I'm focusing on small talk. Wait, what, you ask? I don't have time for small talk. My clients are suffering. They're desperate for me to fix their problems. And my clients do self-destructive things and I want them to stop. I feel rushed and pressured. Isn't small talk a waste of time? Well, fair points, but for starters, take a breath. Because the professional relationship you form with your clients is at the core of your success. And the relationship develops more easily if people can warm up to you, if they can rely on you to stick around after a difficult talk, if they have confidence that you care about strengths as well as problems, if people like you. And what facilitates the relationship and reinforces it and helps it grow? Well, small talk. Think of your own efforts to get help. When you went to see somebody about something important, Did you throw caution to the wind and dive into your most personal concerns? Or did you shoot the breeze for a few minutes and try to build rapport? While shooting the breeze, did you covertly evaluate their skill and match and compatibility? Many do. Believe me, these questions of comfort and rapport, interpersonal match and trust are important to your clients. Small talk helps with transitions in and out of deeply personal topics. It gives people time to prepare for what's coming and to absorb what just happened. It helps you create a psychological space of trust and comfort. Maybe you'll chat about music, sports, your pets. The subtext of that chat, the message that you care about the whole person, nurtures the relationship, and the relationship in turn supports the ability to handle difficult business. Small talk helps you shift away from a purely transactional exchange about money or a referral or a resource and and toward a relational approach characterized by interaction, exploration, and clinical possibility. Small talk can be a tricky thing, Are you really interested in your client's life or only their problems? Test yourself. Can you describe what your clients do during the week? What they enjoy? Small talk helps you figure these things out. Small talk can be tricky in another way. In the process of small talk, you will probably reveal things that you like and care about. It's okay. And maybe with our population, imperative to be three-dimensional, to be a person with feelings and opinions, preferences and strengths. It's okay to have experiences and to have learned from them. Be thoughtful about what you disclose, but don't shy away from being real, since after all, you are. Can you bail for small talk? It depends. If the small talk was essential to the success of your intervention, then yes, you can bail. Did the small talk soften up the ground for an important conversation? Did it reinforce your concern for a person who feels scared and vulnerable? Did it contribute to a better outcome? If so, then you can include that time in the bill. But time spent in small talk that was just passing time, a sideshow, let it go. Don't bill for it. So build rapport, 
Enjoy what your clients are willing to share with you. Find a way to bring some genuine warmth and excitement and, and enthusiasm to the conversation. Allow yourself to address difficult issues in good time. Formal assessment, treatment planning, and service delivery is all important, but it goes better if delivered in an environment where the relationship is strong. Small talk can help you build a relationship of concern and trust where serious matters can be addressed in a productive way.